0: some mail what oh, the eggies are a kickin welcome to what i believe is the most fun scotsman podcast i have yet to record i'm very excited to bring you the content i am matthew glade and this the scotsman podcast is brought to you by kslsports.com and a happy thanksgiving to all of you i believe this podcast will be dropping day of Thanks. Uh, while you're enjoying your turkey, your stuffing, your mashed potatoes or mashed sweet potatoes—I'm a big fan of the mashed sweet potatoes—they're very underrated. I don't—I don't feel like the yams nor the sweet potatoes get there. Get their do. and the pumpkin pie, which um, honestly, one of man's greatest achievements—pumpkin pie. I know maybe I'm basic for liking pumpkin things so much, but I'm 37 years old, and I liked pumpkin flavoring a lot more before. Um, uh, Starbucks started pushing it really hard in all their drinks. So I'm not going to apologize for liking uh, pumpkin-flavored or pumpkin-spiced, however you want to put it, things. Uh, Pumpkin's a great flavor. And pumpkin pie is the most superior of all the pumpkin products. So I'm, uh, needless to say, I'm very excited for um, the many, many, many pies I will have. But maybe the most underrated part of this time of year, as Vince McMahon would say, it's Survivor Series. Yes, professional wrestling. It's it's probably my biggest vice. In I remember in my twenties, I was very, very embarrassed to admit that I liked it to uh, in public. Uh, a handful of my friends are big, big fans. In fact, my best friend is a uh, wrestling fanatic. That's how we um, that's how we became best friends. Honestly, we met in college because we were both in journalism classes and he was interviewing me no i was interviewing him about um one one of one of our assignments was to inter- was to interview one of our classmates as if they were a expert on the subject and he picked professional wrestling and when i found out that that's what he picked uh we just we bonded immediately and we're best friends but that's not why you're here to hear the story of my life I'm just giving you some context that I love professional wrestling. I've loved it since I was about four years old, from the days of Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, to Stone Cold and The Rock. I've spent a lot of my life crafting my own finishing moves and in-ring personas. In fact, to illustrate what kind of loser I used to be, we used to record um, (laughs) wrestling promos sometimes. It uh, It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And I've spent more... Then I'm willing to admit here on this podcast um, on pay-per-view events. And outside of WrestleMania Survivor Series, which takes place around Thanksgiving every year, has always been uh, my favorite. You get a lot of the most popular wrestlers. They choose teams, usually teams of four, and they go head-to-head with other teams of four. And it's an, basically it's an elimination match. So once you're... Once you're pinned or you submit, then you're out, and you keep going until one of the teams uh, has no wrestlers left, and that team, and then the team that has eliminated everybody, they are the winner. It's it's a unique take on tag team wrestling. Uh, I just I just enjoy it because it's kind of a different, and you always got wrestlers throughout the years that normally wouldn't team up, or you get scenarios in which you've always wanted to see certain wrestlers team up and be a tag team together. You get them on the same teams, and it's just it's just so much fun. My personal favorite was the Survivor Series of 1990 because you got introduced to The Undertaker. He uh, destroyed Dusty Rhodes' team. He was on the Million Dollar Man's team, which, uh, uh, you know, the Million Dollar Man, great, great, great heel of a wrestler. Um, very, very, very hateable guy. Very hateable guy. I remember him coming out. Brother Love was his, was his... This is this is the thing. is People always associate Paul Bearer as his manager. People forget Brother Love was his... First manager made absolutely no sense. So I'm glad the uh, the WWE, or as I knew it then, the WWF, uh, uh, changed course pretty quickly and got Paul Bearer to be his manager. But also, uh, my favorite team ever assembled, it was called the Ultimate Warriors. It was the Ultimate Warrior, uh, the Texas Tornado, and the Legion of Doom, Hawk and Animal, against the Perfect team, led by one of my other favorite wrestlers, Mr. Perfect, and uh, the tag team Dev- Demolition, Axe, Smash, and Crush. I tell you this to set up that when Craig Smith in the post-game press conference after Weber State compared Justin Bean to the Ultimate Warrior, uh, I don't think I've ever been so excited or or as unprofessional as I was uh, in a post-game press conference. Uh, I have been thinking of nothing but professional wrestling comps for Utah State players ever since. And honestly, Craig Smith's choice for The Ultimate Warrior to Justin Bean is spot on. The only other one I could maybe make a case for is Goldberg, just because of the emotion, the no-nonsense, and just, you know, destroying people while he's out on the floor. But The Ultimate Warrior, considering the energy, how animated Bean is, and the way he gets the job done, it is, it is the correct choice. So, I. Uh, On kslsports.com, I enlisted the help of my um, fellow KSL Sports producer, Hemihe Muli, who creates most of the fantastic uh, graphics and animations that we use on our shows and on our online content to help me create uh, a few of these comps um, to illustrate them in a visual way, some of these comps that I have have concocted. Um, Anytime I get to go back in time and think about... Uh, professional wrestling, and somehow find a way to compare them to, uh, and somehow find a way to compare them to Utah State basketball players. It uh, just makes for a very fun project for me. So I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's get into it and let's start with the senior captain, Sam Merrill, <music> Brett the Hitman Hart. He is the excellence of execution, and the same can be said about Merrill. Not one player exemplifies the self-proclaimed best technical wrestler like Merrill. They both are extremely skilled, students of the sports, and dominant type A personalities. If they catch you in the slightest misstep, they will exploit it immediately with a quick drive to the hoop or an elbow from the second turnbuckle. It's also no coincidence that Bret Hart's finisher is called the sharpshooter. And Merrill is arguably the sharpest shooter on the team, a career 45% three-point percentage, and a ridiculous 51.5% through seven games this season. When it's all said and done, Merrill might be the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be at Utah State. Abel Porter. One, two, three. The one two three kid. Now you might know him better as X-Pac, but when he first entered the ring, he was the one, two, three kid. The scrappy underdog always trying to prove himself and always improving and getting better. Abel Porter is a classic underdog story going from walk-on to scholarship athlete and solidifying himself as the point guard of the saggy team. Both with iconic moments, Porter's game winner versus New Mexico, and the kid's upset of Razor Ramon on Monday Night Raw. I cannot Begin to describe to you my reaction as I think I was about 10 or 11 when this happened. When the 1 2 3 kid beat Razor Ramon, it was a huge upset, massive, massive. And it was the kind of upset that normally you wouldn't see on Monday Night Raw. It's the kind of thing they usually say for a pay per view. Brock Miller. Maybe the most unmistakable entrance music of all time. That's right, Brock Miller is the Undertaker. Miller is the ultimate hot-cold shooter. And just when you think his game is dead because it's been 12 minutes since he hit a three, he'll rise from the grave and bury Aggie opponents with nine straight points or a game-clinching shot. Best exemplified so far this season in Game 1 against Montana State, an absolutely crutch, clutch three in the final minutes to help the Aggies win in a game in which they were struggling. Nemish ish Kata. If you what the Rock is cooking. Now there are a few different directions I could have gone with Kata. Ric Flair, because nobody does what Kata does with the style that he does it. Hulk Hogan, because he is the ultimate fan favorite. However, I went with The Rock because of the sheer talent and charisma Kata embodies, much like Dwayne Johnson. He owns the court whenever he's out there, and it's almost always obvious he's the most talented athlete. Justin Bean. I've already mentioned this because it was the soundbite that got this entire idea started. I 100% agree with Craig Smith. He's the ultimate warrior, the energy, the passion, the sheer unpredictability of what is going to happen when he goes up for the ball. And also, much like the warrior, he is as entertaining as it gets. The warrior was my favorite wrestler when I was a kid. There are pictures of me. I insisted on being the ultimate warrior for Halloween when I was in second grade, My father was kind enough to wake up at like 5 a.m. before he went to work and do the warrior makeup, and I remember being so ridiculously infuriated that I couldn't take my shirt off, that they made me wear a tank top. I, I remember distinctly complaining about it at every turn to my mother, to my teachers, but luckily... I was a pretty timid and shy kid for the most part, so um, I wasn't going to go ahead and take off my shirt without permission. That's just kind of how I was back in the day. But but the Warrior was so much fun, and I, have, I, I think I have the same type of fun when Bean's out there on the floor doing his, um, his Bean machine, his jumping Bean style of play. Um, it very much reminds me of the way the Warrior used to wrestle and used to execute his matches. I thought about doing other wrestling comps for the rest of the team, but... I decided to stick with the starters. Um, And, yes, I went with Cada as the starter, even though I know he's not um, starting right now. Uh, He technically is the starter. uh, So I I went with that. Uh, It's my list. So there you go. The Aggies next play Friday night at St. Mary's. I'm interested to see what they do coming off those two games in Jamaica. Two fantastic wins, whether it's, you know, you're – you know, you focus on the LSU game, and for good reason, but the North Texas game, where Merrill scores only five points, no Cada, and the team is struggling, and North Texas is playing out of their minds, and they steal, and they still come away with a win. It's important to win games like that, because you're going to have nights when not everything is clicking and things are going wrong. And even though it's a lower-quality opponent like in North Texas, it shouldn't take away that it's still an impressive win considering the circumstances. I picked this game Friday night as a win for Utah State. Uh, I'm not going to be a coward and uh, back off from that. It's not going to be an easy contest. Late start, 9 o'clock. We're going to do a recap of it on Sports Beat Saturday. That's at 6 o'clock. You're not doing anything worthwhile at 6 o'clock. What are you going to do? Watch the Utah game? Eh, it's Colorado. Who cares? Anyway, you're gonna watch Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Come, come watch KSL. Come watch the best local content in the market. You're gonna be on the second day of leftovers. You're still gonna want a nap. Just turn on the TV. Give us a watch. Once again, the Scotsman podcast is brought to you and powered by KSL Sports. I guess technically it's not brought to you by. It's not a sponsor. It's just it's uh, it's the actual company in which I work for, and it, it it pays me to do this. But whatever it is, whatever entity it actually is, uh, go ahead and go to the website kslsports.com. Watch us on Channel Five at six o'clock on Saturdays, at ten forty-five on Sunday nights, and of course in every KSL News newscast at six and ten. You will see KSL Sports, the smiling faces of Jeremiah Jensen and Sam Farnsworth, and on occasion Spencer Linton. We very much appreciate you watching our program and i appreciate you downloading the podcast where the sagebrush grows happy thanksgiving everybody